Welcome back to the Every Child Every Day podcast and part two of the Amherst County High School Winter Sports Show. I'm your host, Rob Arnold, Superintendent of Amherst County Public Schools. Last week, we caught up with the Girls and Boys Basketball Program. On today's show, we'll meet our indoor track, swimming, and wrestling coaches and learn a little more about their programs. Please join us. First guest today is the head coach of the indoor track team, Lance Carter. Welcome, Coach Carter. Thank you for having me. Okay, Coach, if you would uh, give us a little bit of background, uh, introduction of, of who you are, where you've been. All right, Lance Carter, um, been coaching and teaching for 25 years. I've been at Amherst for 14 years and 11 years previously at Appomattox. Uh, ran track all my life, uh, played football a little bit as well, played, um, went track scholarship at Carson Newman College and then I transferred to Bridgewater College to finish up my career and played a little bit of football there too but mainly track and track's been my most loved. What were your events? Uh, I did the pole vault and that's your one of my big things and I did the sprints. I ran on the four by one and uh, opened 100 and 200 as well. So, And so and you and you teach? Uh, PE, PE? Driver's Ed. Driver's Ed. Okay. And frightening. Yeah, no. I love it. Love it. Role. I love it. <laughs> uh, so you've been involved with the, the track program here for? 14 years. 14, so all 14 of those yes, years. Sir. And you're the head coach of both the indoor, indoor and, and the outdoor. So yes, if you want to, we, as we talk today, we could talk a little bit about both of those programs. Okay. But we'll, this, is, this is the winter sports all show. Right. So we're gonna, we'll start talking about the indoor track. And Sounds so good. how's the season going this year? It's getting better every week. Uh, my kids are just starting to really start to hit their stride and hopefully hit their peak at the right time, which uh, would be great if it's February 22nd on the day of our region meet at Roanoke College. Uh, I'd love for them to hit that stride right then and the next week or basically a week and a half later for state. That would be perfect. So uh, right now you're in the regular season. You're going to just different meets in the area. Yeah, uh, pretty much around in the area, Roanoke to uh, Liberty University and Heritage, and we have one more meet before our district meet, which is next Saturday the eighth. Any individual performances or team performances of note that uh, definitely, are most out there? definitely, we've had a boys four by eight team that came out and and they're all returning for next year as well, but they broke the school record twice in back-to-back weeks. Um, our girls' 4 by 2 team last week at a big showcase meet at Liberty University uh, qualified for state, and we've had a, a few other in the individual pole vaulter qualify for state, and um, a couple girls qualified in the long jump and one in the high jump. So you're, you're saying they've qualified for state, so they have to meet certain times in – Yes, regular sir. season, there's oh, like a, a regular season mark. or even regionals. Um, they got to be in the top three at regionals if they don't meet the standard. 
if they met the standard, then they can go no matter what. Gotcha. So that's what we're trying to do, gotcha. get as many as qualified before our regional meet. It sounds like you've already gotten a good good number. I have a whole lot better than what we had last year. We had three, only made it last year, but all three of them won the state, right. <laughs> which was amazing. Um, so this year we've gotten quite a few more qualified, and I think we got a couple more kids that could qualify, hopefully in the next two weeks, if not, hopefully at regionals. And so, um, long term with indoor track, and and just being around schools for for many years, understanding the the real issues with indoor track. Indoor track is a winter sports program, yes. and very few schools, including Amherst County High School, has an indoor track. So, how do you how do you go about getting the, the appropriate number of kids out when your practice facility and how you go about that. What do you do? How do you deal with all of that? We try to do most of our practices outside. So that deters a lot of kids from sure. coming out for indoor. Um, we've done a lot of, you know, outside we'll get the running done so we don't have to run in the hallways as much. Right. And then we get into the weight room a lot during the indoor season. And I think that's very beneficial, for, especially with our unbelievable weight room that we have now. So I th- I'm seeing a lot of kids get better, especially at a distance program, because of lifting. And I think the lifting is helping us all around. Good. And so uh, moving forward, are, are you looking at uh, – the younger, so how, do you have your feeder program? I guess maybe that's kind of the question. Well, I was that's like, what how do you catch those kids? We're hoping to get that going this year, the, the middle school uh, B team track team, which I think would be a blessing for us. Um, we haven't had that before. Amherst Middle has never, they have had to run with us and not be able to compete. Right. So I can understand those kids not really wanting to come out and everything like that. And when I was at Appomattox, we had a middle school team and I got to see them at practice every day and say, okay, here, we need y'all to come right. on out. And it helped feed our program. And that would be outdoor track. Yes, sir. Yeah. And so how would that how would that work? Manalison and, and Amherst Middle yes, sir. would be on a B team. Yes, sir. That would be a way we would handle it and everything. That way there'd be just a Lancer just like we are. Mm-hmm. And that's what we all are anyway. So right. we definitely want that type of program. And I think it, it, it can get kids knowing about indoor because I had three or four sophomores this year and they said, when we got here, we didn't know anything about indoor track. We didn't know what it meant. You know, we didn't see out indoor track. Do y'all, where do y'all practice and all that? And now they're out there for indoor track and they see what's going on. I got you. And then I think they're really going to see the benefits in outdoor so do you have long-term goals i mean obviously your short-term goals you want as many folks in the the state and you want to play some high yes i want some kids to win state championships Mm -hmm. always Um, my ultimate goal is always try to win a state championship um as a team you know i'm as a i'm a coach i'm a competitor i always want to win as many as possible um as individuals and as a team and last year we were really close with the boys only those two boys they scored right. a lot of points and put us in the top top five I think maybe a couple points from away from being second place right and so those two young men didn't they went on to college to yes sir UVA compete? won uh, um, on a scholarship and the other one went to UNC Pembroke on a track scholarship okay. as well and so those are those opportunities mm-hmm. in your program definitely well. and then we have a young lady 
just verbally committed to Liberty University, Imani Hankton. Okay. So she hasn't been able to compete yet. We're hoping and praying that she gets cleared on Wednesday, but because uh, she's looked really good in practice and yeah. getting going, so she could really be a huge factor towards our track. And she team. won the state championship yeah, last year. Yeah, the last right? two years. Yeah. So she's back to back. So okay. she wants to be back to back to back. Right. I get it. Um, so, you know, you. I asked this question of all the coaches because I think one of the things we want to try to do here is to make try to get our community more involved and, and parents engaged in the, in the process and the program. Are there things that you need that they can, that, you know, we put out a call here for whoever's listening? Is there? Um, always have support. I love to have the support. Um, we run a huge invitational at El- Liberty University on um, December I think it was the 20th, 21st, somewhere around that ballpark. And we had probably 10 or 15 parents help out with that invitational. And it not only helps us as a program, helps the kids. The kids love it when their parents come and support them. I know I love it when they're they're there as well because they look to them parents. Yeah. And they look to see them up there in the bleachers and hear them yell and support and everything like that. And I, I get excited for it. And so running to meet like at home, obviously takes a lot of manpower as definitely, well. And so if, if folks are interested in Helping. moving a full, move, move a few hurdles off the track, that would be yes. uh, well worth it definitely, as well. Definitely, because when we ran to meet over at Heritage, I was shorthanded that night, and Miss McFadder came over there and did an amazing job, her yeah. and her daughters. So the more of those kinds of folks we can get out there, that would be Most definitely. helpful to you. Good. Uh, so um, – I also asked this question because I want I want parents and, and students to understand kind of the the expectations of a program and and how the how the coach deals with their their son or daughter and so um, how would you describe the, the way you coach um, our young athletes? Kind of laid back, but I like to have fun. I like to you know get to know my kids, and build a relationship with them, um, and that's how I've done it. You know, having fun with them, you joking around a little bit, but you know also having a serious side. They know that side as well, but, um, you know, getting to know the kids and you build a relationship with these kids, you know, like the two you just mentioned, they went on to college for a track scholarship. They're like sons to me. Mm-hmm. And so I'll talk to them like once a week, see how they did and their track meets at college. Um, you know, building relationships always what it's all about. Yeah. So I've always, I've always had this kind of question in my mind about track specifically or individual sports right so so young people they understand when loss kind of thing but track is a lot different in that you're not always competing against that person you're competing against yourself and times and your best times because you're not always going to win but you can always feel really good about what you've done because you've improved your own time so how do you how do you help kids kind of understand that? Because, you know, there could be some frustration with, well, I don't ever win, and yeah. so I'm not very good at this sport, and so that's that. Well, you can see improvements, mm-hmm. and that's what we try to go after. You know, we had a young man come out as a freshman, um, never done a sport this year, and has done an amazing job. I've seen him change, uh, looks a whole lot better, thin down a little bit. Um, running with some confidence, coming to practice. Even when he's done, I told him, he said, you can still work out. He said, yeah, because I'm running outdoor. And I said, all right, great. I love that. You know, those type of kids achieve something later in life, and that's what I like to see. 
Right. Uh, had a young man at Appomattox. Every every year he tried out for baseball, and he got cut. But he kept coming back to track. And by the senior year, he made it to state. As a track yeah, athlete. Yeah, exactly. And so that was one of my greatest accomplishments as a coach, to see that young man make it to state. Yeah. And, and he didn't place, but he made it to state. And that's a big accomplishment. Yeah, and, and also the idea to, that it's a process, right? Definitely, that the, definitely. You know, yeah, that's what of, I told him. A lot of, lot of time and effort goes in, mm-hmm. and you might not see the results for a while. It definitely. Yeah. And you, some will. Some yeah. will see it, see it really quickly, and some will see it, like you said, a couple years later. Maybe I'm just speaking about my own, <laughs> my own growth. But, uh, yeah, it takes a while to, to, to do those improvements. How about, like, camaraderie as a team? So, you know, they're individual – you know, but yeah. you got a team. Oh, definitely, right? definitely. And y'all can compete for team. Mm-hmm. How do how do you how do you nurture kind of that team atmosphere? I let them know. You know, the more you can do f- for your group or yourself can help us as a team as well. And we do some team bonding type of things as well. We do a fun day practice, and the kids have a blast doing the fun day. Yeah. We did a scavenger hunt on Thursday. Just, uh, you know, got them in groups, and they went out and did a scavenger hunt, and they had, like, 30 minutes to get it done. Okay. Plus, there was some workouts in there. Right. And they Running. were videotaping everything, coming back to me, showing me all the videos. So I think all that builds into right. knowing it. it's just not just individual. Yeah, granted, you can go to state as an individual, but we're also looking at, you know, having some fun as a team as well. Yeah, that's good. So um, is there anything – I didn't. I didn't touch on. Um, here's a, here's something. So, obviously, indoor track's almost over. Yeah. But looking forward to outdoor track. Anything Definitely. that any dates, any times, anything <sighs> that you want to kind of get out there to folks uh, that might be listening. Anything uh, well, that, uh, to get them out there. April tenth, we're going to have a middle school track meet at the high school, which also we're going to have a unified track uh, meet as well with any school that wants to be part of that you know we've already posted online and everything on the track website and um milestat and so hopefully if they want to come out there and support all the athletes and unified athletes it'd be great so the b team you were talking about mm-hmm. what age group is that it'd be sixth seventh and eighth so grade. any middle school yes sir so at amherst middle and Manelson, uh they they could be a part of this. definitely definitely and how would they get the ads at the school yes Are sir. they going to be yeah. the ones so yeah it's um nate kirko at uh, amherst middle and mike jacobs at Manelson right now. yes sir. so if you get in contact with them they can certainly get you get get the student hooked up with you that yeah, sounds great awesome so good luck thank for you for the rest of the year and we're, we're really excited to see how how the individuals do um so at this time, uh, we'd like to thank Coach Carter for joining us. Uh, thank you for having Great me. job. And uh, our next guest is Amanda Stanberry. She's the coach of the Amherst County High School Swimming Program. Welcome, Coach Stanberry. Thank you. All right. So, Coach, we want to, as we've done uh, all along when we when we introduce this segment, we would like to know a little bit more about you, uh, your, your swimming background, your coaching background, your education background. How'd you get to us? Okay. Um, so I guess let's just start from the beginning. And when my family moved to the Virginia about, I was probably eight years old. Okay, that's I, bad. Yeah, okay. Uh, back in the early 90s. Um, so that tells my age. But um, I started swimming competitively then at a local swim club, Rainbow Forest. Um, 
So I swam that. I also swam for the Alta Vista YMCA in the winters. This was long before Enterprise Drive and Jamerson Wild right. was around. And um, so that kept me pretty active during my younger teens. And then once I hit high school, started swimming for Brookville High School. Um, and stayed with that all four years, along with the summer swimming, keeping it year-round, um, which is very important for a swimmer, especially if you plan on taking it further. Um, I became an all-state swimmer in the 100-meter breaststroke my senior year. At that point in time, when college came, um, I went to a university, High Point University, down in North Carolina. They did not have a competitive swimming team, so I did swimming as an elective to stay active. Um, and then I also taught swim lessons at the local YMCA there. After college, I came back home. I started coaching at Falling River Country Club in Appomattox. Later, that led me over here, where I started teaching and coaching at Amherst. Um, and so I picked up the Amherst swim team back in 2011. Okay. So I've been here for nine years right. with them. Um, I, 2014, we started the Winton Country Club Patriots swim team. Um, that was because we were recognizing a need to get swimmers in the pool sooner, um, especially since Amherst wasn't, didn't have such a big, profound swim team at that time. Um, we needed to get them involved at a younger age. So Winton Country Club um, allowed us to come out there and use their pool during the summers. Um, so, yeah, I guess okay. that's <laughs> a so lot of coaching you're, background. You're currently counseling. I'm currently yeah. the school counselor at Amherst Education Center. Okay. This is my third year there. Prior to that, I taught technology at Manellis Middle School. All right. So let's get into this year. So okay. our season this year, um, how are things going? Uh, you know, how's the, how's the season going um, in terms of your expectations for them? Yeah, so um, we're definitely moving in the right direction. Um, there was a time that we were just showing up to swim, and I kept telling the swimmers, just swim against yourself, uh, swim against your times. And so now that uh, the team has definitely grown over the nine years, we're, we're able to compete with some of the bigger teams. Um, we're becoming much more competitive and Having my assistant coach, Coach Shoup, on board, um, she definitely brings that that bigger piece to the to the mix okay. um, to create challenging practices for the team that end up resulting into these meets and wins that we're having. So the girls' team at currently they are at eight wins, six losses, and the boys' team is at nine wins, five losses. Okay. We've also had a, our 200-meter relay team, 200-meter freestyle relay team um, break a school record that was set back in 2012. They've broken it three times this year, okay. including their own. Um, and that relay team is made up of two seniors, Bryson Armstead and Trey Ganey, and two freshmen, Joey Procopio and Luke Reed. Okay. Awesome. So. Yeah, and I, I got to see them swim. Yes. And do that. Yes. Actually. That so was that an was exciting a, that relay. Awesome. That yeah, that too. was a great. That was a great event. So, um, are they progressing this year the way that you had hoped? Is there, um, I guess, moving forward this year? What are 
what are tournaments like? How, how does that set up? And just for those that might not know how swimming is done yeah. postseason wise. Right. So um, January 31st, we'll have our district meet and then we'll have a week of practices and February 11th will send us to the Christiansburg Aquatic Center um, for regions. We will take our entire team there um, and so we'll just we'll kind of see where we stack up. So how does your entire team get to go to the regional? Do they qualify or do they qualify as a team or they take all the regional teams? They'll take all the regional teams um, for our region. The the swimmers will then get the chance to advance to states right. based on placement at okay. regions. So depending on how they set it up, and it's hard to say because every year they, they change it based on the size of the region teams. Um, they'll usually take, like, the top five relays to states and, like, the top, I think it's six or eight swimmers for each event okay. to states. So, so at that, or, or they have to qualify with a time. So if they qualify with the time at regions or within the season, they get to advance to state individually. Okay. Have we had any of those? Not, Not yet. yet. We're okay. close. We're, we're extremely close. Um, and so they have one more chance at districts to get that qualifying time. Otherwise, regions. Is their place. Is their place, okay. too. Okay. And that's in Christiansburg. And then the district is where? Jamerson Y and Lynchburg. So that's January 31st, yes. the Jamerson Y. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so that's this year, uh, but obviously, you know, you've been with this a while, and so you've you've kind of seen it mm-hmm. grow right. over the years. Uh, do, do you feel good about where it is now, and, and what are kind of your goals long-term, kind of moving forward? Right. You, you mentioned two freshmen that are on, you know, obviously doing very well right. so the the younger sometimes the better when you get those in your your program exactly um we're definitely progressing at um or in the way that I would or have imagined when I first took the team over um the team's really coming together and they always do and each year the dynamics change as swimmers graduate move on and new ones come in um as far as I guess my long-term goal, we talked about states. Ultimately, it is to have a a state-placing team. I don't know which coach may would tell you differently. I think that's the ultimate goal there. Um, In order to do that as a team, and see, swimming is one of those sports. It's both individual and team. So they can still advance individually, but not team-wise or vice versa. So um, or the more individual swimmers you have – the better placing you'll have at those bigger meets. So that is our ultimate goal with the team. Um, Obviously, in order to do that, we've got to get our swimmers trained at a younger age. And we currently do – well, we we have a middle school program. Each year it always – it changes, it fluxes um, based on the sizing of the high school team and how many swimmers we can fit within the pool. So we are – we practice at Sweetbriar. We have six lanes Um, we're currently at 26 high school swimmers and we try to keep our lanes around five to six max of swimmers just so that they can get adequate practice ranges. Otherwise everybody's cramped up on each other. So with that, we had to cut down our middle school program and we were keeping last year, we had sixth through eighth grade middle school 
and we had about 20 middle schoolers on that team, um, which was great, especially when you think about training swimmers from the, a sixth grader yeah. standpoint and getting them acclimated to the pool and the terminology and all of it. So we ended up cutting down middle school to just eighth graders this year, and we have five eighth graders on the team. They come to practices, and they learn the techniques, and they get the practice. Um, they also get to compete at home meets. They do okay. not travel with us um, because I still want the high schoolers to have their team right. as well. Sure. Um, but they do get the experience of competition at our three home meets during the season. So, so for the middle school team to be the size that you would want it to be, Either more space or more time. Right. Both. Both. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> um, even if it was an extended practice where we could, you know, have high school come during this time and middle school come during this time. Now, I will say with um, Coach Shoup, who took over the Winton swim team when I um, left Winton and I ended up going and coaching at Rainbow Forest Pool a couple of summers ago. Um, and that was to learn under my old high school coach. So um, she took over Wenton. And along with that, she has started what we call a rec league. And so she has swimmers in the pool through the fall season up until we start our high school season. And then she's actually getting ready to start it back up for the spring months. Okay. Um, and this is done, they practice at Sweetbriar in the evenings. Um, but it's to, for anybody, I mean, anybody who's interested in So learning. it would accommodate the, maybe the 6th and 7th graders? Yes, that... even elementary <clears throat> age. Okay. Yeah. So it's a way to get swimmers in the pool earlier if they don't have that opportunity to come out for, for middle school because... Like I said, we had to cut it down to just eighth grade right. this year. So if, if there are folks out there that are interested in this program, what would be the best way to get connected to that one? I mean, the high school one is what it is like every other activity at the high school. That Right. It's pretty well known what those things are, yeah. are doing. But for our elementary students and our middle school students, that their opportunities are not as is accessible. And so how would they get right. involved? Um, well, the, the point of contact would be Elizabeth Shoup. Um, she's what, at middle, Amherst Middle School um, and Manelison Middle School. They could also contact me, and I can okay. definitely direct out sure. to uh, Coach Shoup. Um, so, yeah, it's just sign up. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, and you and I had talked about the, the, the real value in making sure that we're getting them in the pool at a younger age because – you don't want to teach them how to swim right. in the ninth grade. Right. You want and to teach them how to do the competition strokes exactly. as opposed to breathing <laughs> and staying afloat. Right. And that was something I was doing in my early years right. with the team is at, at that point I was, you know, in the school pulling any and everybody. Right. I'm like, come, come do it. Right. And um, I had a lot of success with that. It was, it was great to see um, someone who had never been in a competition pool before, um, improve and grow and, and, you know, set new goals for themselves and new standards for themselves through that. Um, it was a lot of hard work, and um, it, it's nice to be able to have them learn that so that when they come to us at the high school, um, we can start honing into those skills right. and, and really 
becoming competitive and right. and we are i mean we're we're up against teams that we you know would would struggle against in the past so it's it's really cool to see so how would um you know, if you, you had uh, some folks out there that wanted to get involved and but they wanted to know how you work with students, your coaching style, mm-hmm. so to speak, how, how would you describe yourself? Okay. Or how so would your, your, your players or your swimmers describe you? Right. Um, so I thought about this, and I um, guess I'll put two words in there. I feel like I am authoritative and democratic. So what do I mean by that? Um in the practice and meet pools, I'm all business. Like, we are there for a reason. Um, I expect my swimmers to be on time. I expect them to be ready when it's we have practice at 3.15. So I always tell them, if I'm walking through the locker room and you're still in here, you're late. Right. Um, so, and they know that. They know that I'm there. We're there to practice. It's not goof-off time. Um and that I expect them to be working and doing what I know is their best and see them putting in the effort. And when they're not, they know it, and they usually can just tell by my face. <laughs> um, after practice or on the bus after meets, we, we joke around, we cut up, um, we talk about other things besides just swim. I really get to know them, they get to know me. Um, and I think it's, it's definitely built a trust and a good bond between us. Um, my swimmers know when they've messed up, but they also know that they can trust me and that I want the best interest for them. And um, I feel like that's really helped build the relationship and the culture of that team. We always talk about being a family on the swim team, and that's really what we are. So I want to kind of explore that a little bit because okay. I think one of the things like track, mm-hmm. cross-country, swimming, you, you're, you're – you're competing as an individual, mm-hmm. and you're not always competing against somebody. As you, a lot of times, you're competing against yourself and right. your times, but you're you're trying to accumulate points as a team so your team can win. So how do you kind of how do you kind of mix that? Because it's it yeah. can lead to a lot of I'm I do this right. you know, and I'm a good good freestyle swimmer, and just let me go do my thing yeah. as opposed to I'm a part of a team too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um. A lot of it, it's educating the swimmers. There's a lot of behind the scenes and and um, setting up of meets. And then there's a lot of different ways that we score points. Um, well, I shouldn't say a lot of different ways, but the way that you look at it. So, yes, I'm swimming, and I'm swimming for myself for this time. But ultimately, how I place and how I finish results in the points for the team. So if I'm not giving 100%, I'm not only taking away from myself, and whether that motivates me or not, I'm taking away from the team. Sure. Um, so those are things that we've really tried to educate the team on and kind of teach them more than just the swimming. I, I, we really try to, and I say we, Coach Shoop and I, really try to um, get them to understand all of the little mechanics that work with swimming, that it's not just all what we see. There's all this stuff behind the scenes that ultimately – become part of the big picture yeah well and you were talking about building relationships with family feeling mm-hmm. you you don't want to let down 
your family, right? right. And so right. that that's that's obviously a great way to go about it. So let's talk a little bit about our community, our parents. Um, we want to figure out ways in Amherst County to to, to engage them in, mm-hmm. in the things that we're doing. So are there ways that they can help you and your program uh, improve? Um, Short of building the bigger pool for you. Right, right. <laughs> and I, you can I, even say that if you'd like. <laughs> yeah, I have uh, made that mention to Curd plenty of times. Like, I know there's a field out back behind the high school that would be perfect for a pool facility, which would be amazing. Um, so, yeah, we are, um, <laughs> we're, we're at Mercy of Sweetbriar, and they have been so gracious with us and excellent to work at or work with. So, um, and, and, we understand that they have their their swim team that they're needing to get in the pool sure. and practice as well. So we take what we get, um, and, we, and we try to take full advantage of that. So as far as community goes, um, and, I, and I feel like I do it a lot when I send out emails, but I, I encourage the high school administration, teachers, students, um, to come out and attend a meet. Um, swimming isn't a hugely popular sport, um, we're also a free sport, meaning you do not have to pay right, right. to come <laughs> to a meet. So um, there's really an, um, not an excuse on well, that to come. Well, and I will say for, for Amherst County, the, having your meets at Sweetbriar is a much, much better way to watch a swim meet than it is in some of the other local Absolutely. pools. Absolutely. Um, we definitely have, yes, it. we definitely have one of the best facilities when as far as um, – the different meets around the area. We have the pool down below, and then you have your sitting deck up top. So it makes it very conducive on having multiple teams there and multiple spectators. Um, and so, it's not, and, and there's not a lot of wasted time. I'm um, just no. to, to say, I mean, there are kids <laughs> in the pool Constantly. the entire time. Yes. So as soon as one's over, the next yes. one starts. And yes. it's so if you're wanting to come out for the first time it's it's it really is a fast paced and keeps you keeps you engaged yes. yeah. yeah absolutely and they mix, mix in the the longer events with the shorter the sprint event so that kind of keeps you uh focused and and into it um so yeah i just i encourage, encourage you know the school teachers students administrators to come out um, or anyone else, for that matter, within the community to just check it out if you've never been. Yeah, um, and and those athletes really deserve the the, the recognition and the you and know just to put your you, face down in the yes. pool and swim back and forth for hours on <laughs> yeah, end. Holding yeah. your breath <laughs> requires a lot of dedication, determination, right. and mm-hmm. obviously skills we want our students to have when they leave us. Yes. So and they they greatly appreciate it when they see. Um, school staff show up and and even you thank you for for your times of coming out to the meets um the team recognizes it and i'll usually hear about it at practice um their excitement and even um when you you're there or other staff um or they see their teachers there it's a different energy i see their energy uh boost because it's someone else there besides family friends and their coaches um, and so I think, you know, they, they want to make you proud. And um, so it's beneficial. Well, it's they're great. certainly deserving of well, our attention. You. And uh, uh, I thank you. Uh, well, uh, let me ask you before um, we, we move along. Is there anything that <clears throat> I might not have touched on that, uh, you know, that you've, you've been thinking about that you would like to be able to get out there? Um, 
Yes, actually. Um, so we talked about getting swimmers into the pool at a younger age. Yeah. Um, and I mentioned the Winton Patriots swim team during the summer, which was located at Winton Country Club. Um, Coach Elizabeth Shoup has taken it over, and she's been with that team two or three years now. Um, but she has since changed the name, or they are changing the name, to Amherst Tritons, and they will be practicing at Sweetbriar during the summer months. Um, so they, it will not be an outdoor team, but it helps with the weather and the pool temperatures in the summer that can always fluctuate early in the mornings. Um, so it's a summer swim team. It's for ages, I say kindergarten, but they could be as long as they can swim a 25, we say, down in, or just down from one end of the pool to the other. Um, she'll take, take them, them. Okay. <laughs> and she'll right. teach them, and um, she'll get them prepared and, and ready to compete for just something to do to stay active during the summer. And that may ultimately lead them into our high school team yeah, well, it's a great sport. It's a yeah. great sport, and I, I appreciate all that you've done with them. Yeah. I obviously Thank built you. them from, uh, you know, folks that uh, had never been in a pool to right. kids that obviously know what they're doing and exactly. are competitive. Yeah. And so I wish you guys the best of luck uh, as Thank you go you. to district and region and, and th fingers crossed, yeah. state. We'd yeah. like to see some, some of our athletes so. there. And, um, and so thank you for, for taking your time. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. You did a great Thanks job. Thanks for having me out. And uh, our final guest today is the head coach of the wrestling uh, team, Jason Cox. Welcome, Coach Cox. Thank you. All right. So, Coach Cox, let's uh, talk a little bit about uh, your experience uh, with uh, education wrestling and how, you're, how you've gotten to this point. All right. Um, I, I'm a graduate here of Amherst County High School. Um, lived my whole life here, wrestled uh, and went through school here as well, um, high school, uh, wrestling uh, was a state champion, earned a, a Division One scholarship to VMI, where I graduated from. Wrestled four years at uh, VMI. Um, since then, uh, this is now my 13th year um, coaching wrestling. I've been the assistant coach for 11 years, and this is my second year as a head coach here in Amherst County. And um, it's been a fun experience. Um, coached uh, football as well in the past, but just wrestling now, concentrating on that since being the head coach. Um, I've been a special education teacher for 13 years, um, Amherst Middle School for 11, and now at the high school for the last two years. Great. So um, let's talk a little bit about uh, your current year, the, the, the current team, how things how things are, are, are going this year. I know you're, 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 the program's coming off of two very successful Correct. years. Correct. Two you region were, titles two over region. the last two past, past two years. Yeah, um, so – been so, top uh, six or seven in the state um, the last couple of years. Um, this year was, I wouldn't say necessarily a rebuilding year, but um, we, we graduated quite a few seniors. Um, we've had some different guys move out of the area. Um, so this year we've still got a good core group of guys. Um, our numbers are down a little bit. We don't have as many kids out, but the kids that we have out are, are, are hardworking kids that uh, are getting after it, and they um, should do well. Um, I feel like this year is kind of – been my approach has been more individually um, with the with the guys. Um, we've we've done well as a team. Um, I'm not sure our exact record. I think we're nine and three overall with the dual record. Um, a lot of that is because we're giving up a couple weight classes. The guys that we put out there are, are producing and doing well. Um, so this year's been kind of uh, battled some injuries. Um, we've got I think four 
uh, guys that have season-ending injuries that will not return. We've got another one that we're hoping that will return um, here in the next couple weeks. We've got regionals coming up in three weeks from now. So, um, but as a whole, um, the individuals that we have are, are doing good and they're working hard. So, so the regional um, match is going to be hosted at Amherst, at Amherst mm-hmm. County High School, February fifteenth. All right, February fifteenth. Um, one day Saturday tournament. Um, top four from that will qualify to go on to the state tournament. Um, so, you know, right now, last year we had um, a school career high out of the 14 weight classes. We qualified 11 guys to wow. go to the state tournament, um, which is a, a really good, you know, um, thing. This year we're, we're only looking at maybe having about 10 that we're going to even enter into the regional tournament. Um, and I, I definitely think that um, – you know, pretty much all 10 have got a, a very good shot yeah. at, at being state qualifiers. Um, we've got two returning uh, state placers back, um, and, and both of those guys and some other ones are, are looking to get on top of the podium this year. So so uh, just as, you know, I, I attended the regional event last year in Amherst uh, County High School, does a great job of hosting that event. It's a if you love wrestling, it's an awesome event. If you if you don't know much about wrestling, it's it's a great opportunity to come and kind of see some some really good wrestling and yes. a lot of energy. And come learn about the sport. Um, yeah, we've hosted a uh, an elementary and middle school tournament um, two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, we had about two hundred stu- uh, kids that came and uh, wrestled in the tournament. So it was a big event for us. Um, we do that every year. But, yes, regionals is the next um, high school event that uh, we will be hosting. And um, and then the state is the following weekend? state is the 21st and 22nd. It's at Tuscarora High School this year. Um, that's kind of moved around the last few years. But um, this year it will be at Tuscarora High School up in northern Virginia, northern Loudoun Virginia. County. Okay. So um, what are – Maybe talk about, because you kind of talked about this year being a, a bit of a bridge year, um, trying to kind of uh, get things with your injuries uh, back to, to a good place. Uh, what what are your goals long term and, and what are kind of the prospects? You talked about 200. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they're not all Amherst not kids all that Amherst came kids, to the no. elementary. But we did have probably, um, and, and that is one thing, um, I've got Craig Maddox now, who was my old high school coach, is uh, kind of running our elementary program, our rec league, um, and we've got close to 40 kids involved in that. Um, our middle school program is, is growing, um, and I think that's part of our numbers being down right now. Um, the year or two before um, I started as head coach, our middle school numbers had really dwindled down to uh, one or two years we had 10 or less kids in it, and, and that's kind of now showing. Um, so, you know, my goal long term is, is really push um, the elementary and middle school levels. Um, wrestling is a, is, a, is a different sport a lot of people don't know about. Um, but, you know, a lot of it takes experience. It's time. Um, very few, if anybody ever walks in, first time ever wrestling is good at it. Yeah. Um, it's just a sport that it, it takes experience. It takes time. It takes practice. Um, and, and the earlier that the guys start at it, Usually, the better it is. You know, it's interesting. We we've talked to you're the fifth coach of winter sports that we've talked about, and every single one of them had something similar to say about it's not the right time to. I mean, we can work with you if you if you've if I'm you not start as a ninth grader yeah. or a tenth grader, but 
if you've started much earlier, you're going to be that much better off. It's it's right. a lot easier to work on technique if you understand the sport when you get there. Correct. Uh, we were yeah. talking about swimming earlier, and it's like, uh, I don't need to teach a kid how to swim. Yes. You know, yes. or to, to stay afloat. I need to teach them how to do the strokes. And so Correct. Um, really important to get youth involved. Yes, and, very much so. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, we're, uh, we've sent out flyers to elementary schools, um, and, and there again – they're having their uh, the youth um, and middle school um, district tournament is this coming weekend. Um, so their season is pretty much ending. The high school lasts a couple more weeks. But, um, you know, my goal and it is, is as soon as the off season hits, uh, you know, I usually give the high school a couple weeks off and then we start back a couple days a week. Um, and I've encouraged uh, this year starting is get some of the middle school kids to come up and work out with high school kids as well um, just to – you know, get that experience. Um, and, and a lot of the, the youth usually don't have the opportunity of doing things in the off season. So they're kind of limited to, um, you know, November to February, November to end of the January. And uh, I just want to open that up to, you know, get them more time if kids are willing and wanting to be out there. Then. So to, to, to make those kinds of things happen, what, what are ways that either parents or community members can, can help your program? We, you know, we're, we're doing fundraisers, but um, a lot of it's just being aware um, of, of when we're going to offer practice times and getting kids involved. I think um, this year um, with opening it up to the middle school, we've got um, it's so many more parents that are involved, I guess, with having more numbers in the elementary and middle school and just getting that out there. Um, I think more parents being involved, it just kind of spreads. Um, and the, the word of mouth, guys are more willing to get out there. Um, I have two sons myself. One is just hitting middle school. And uh, honestly, I think uh, having him with some of his friends and, and just getting that group of kids and then that brings in more and more and more. Um, out of our middle school, we've got, like I said, close to 40 kids and probably 20, 20 some of them are sixth graders. Um, so it's it's good for the future. It's it's not looking that right. doesn't help us right now, right. high school right. wise, but future is coming. Patience. So that's right. <laughs> well, so is the high school the only place in Amherst County where youth can go wrestle? It is, yes. So um, that that might be something that our community folks can yes. think about, and and different different venues and locations for our kids to get involved. Correct. Possibly. Yes. Um, and, and one thing that's a struggle with wrestling is um, it's a sport. It's a different sport that a lot of adults don't know. Um, you know, pretty much anybody can go out and coach t-ball or, or baseball or little league football and and whether they've played it or not they right. can kind of jump in and, and help out with that um wrestling's a different sport where you know if you've never done it never seen it, it it's you can't really go out right. and coach it that's so right. um and, and that's a struggle um for our program is just finding the adults um and a lot of them could be you know guys that i went to high school with that you know just know the sport and, and at the the youth level it's, it's getting kids interested and in, and in, excited about it it doesn't have to be complete uh top level technique um it's just having fun with it yeah. you know well i just encourage anybody that's listening that they know a wrestler or they have been a wrestler uh, to, to contact you it's a great it's a great program and they're, they're doing great things with young people so as we talk about young people and getting young people involved um, parents are involved uh they kind of always want to know what the coach is like and so how would you describe yourself as a coach um I feel like I get along with the guys very well um 
there again, wrestling is a different, um, a different animal as a sport. Um, it's a very aggressive, it's a um, physical sport. Um, so, you know, I feel like I try and talk with our guys a lot about uh, kind of having a mental edge um, on opponents. Um, wrestling is a conditioning, so, you know, it's, you've got to be, um, I'm not a necessarily an in-your-face kind of coach, but uh, you've got to be able to get after the guys and make sure you're getting the most out of them. Um, and that, that's sometimes pushing the guys at the high school level, not so much as youth, but the high school guys pushing them, you know, almost to a breaking point sometimes. Yeah. Um, but that, that's what it takes to, to get your top conditioning and, and mentality. Um, and guys also know if they, you know, have given 100% and done everything they can and a little more in practice, then they uh, have a little bit of a mental edge when it comes time to competing as well. You mentioned earlier about the kind of the team aspect, but this year you're really focusing on individual skills and trying to, to grow the, the individual. How do you make those two? It, you don't go out on the mat with anybody else. Exactly. Right? You don't have your teammates out there with you. Yes. However, you win matches, tournaments as a team Correct. And, yep. and as individuals. So how do you make those two things work? Because that could be difficult. It is. Um, and, you know, you're you're trying to get your team, uh, the teammates to, to compete for each other as well. You know, wrestling is an individual sport. Um, like you said, it's it's you versus another person on the mat. Um, you, there's no blame, no excuses on anybody else. Um, so, you know, you're, you're making each individual wrestler, they all have their um, different technique. You know, some guys are better with this move. Some guys kind of do here. So practices, um, you know, as, as a coach, it's a lot of it is how you pair them up, who they work out with during practices. Um, there might be certain guys that, you know, make other guys better by the way they wrestle. And, and sometimes it's, you know, it's not even always about weight in practice. You know, there's different weight classes. But um, just getting each individually um, prepared for matches. And, and as a coach, understanding that each kid um, kind of has a different mentality. Some guys, you're, you know, can have that more in-your-face approach. And some of them are kind of sit right. back and let them do their thing. Um, but yes, you know, the ultimate thing is is to see um, that individual wrestler be the best that they can and, and be a state champion, um, which we've had, you know, and many state finalists over the last few years. Um, but once you can put together multiple guys, um, you know, you start talking six, seven, eight, ten, eleven guys that are all now top in the state, and then that's when your team starts showing up and. Um, and that could be difficult is getting, you know, that many individuals to be good in their weight class. But uh, it, it's, it can be a struggle, but it's, it's also the fun part of, of coaching there. Yeah. So. so last question. I, um, I'm interested in knowing because I, I get the sense that wrestling is, is a great part of your life and has, has, been, has yes. informed you now as an adult. Correct. It has made a difference on you. So what are the what are the lessons right i mean you know you you leave you you might have been a state champion like you yes. but you you might not have been so but we hope that they're going to get something beyond that and so what are you what do you hope what does wrestling give um, to, to well you to know to, to quote um a wrestling great dan gable um you know once you've wrestled uh everything else in life is easy i, I wouldn't say it's easy but there's so many wrestling is such a tough sport um, f 
physically and mentally, the, the things that the wrestlers have to do to prepare to be good, um, the, the sacrifices, whether it's, you know, the healthy eating, it's uh, the working out, you know, you're an hour or two before weigh-ins and you got to lose an extra pound um, of doing the things that no other sport has to do. Um, and just the, I wouldn't say torture, the, the preparation that is put into it is so much more um, that when people, you know, and that's what I tell the kids, when you get into life, things happen, life is not easy, but, um, you know, once you've done some of these things, you can kind of fall back on, hey, if I made it through that practice, if I made it through this, if I was, you know, able to do the things that I did in wrestling or in the practice room, then I can make it through this, you know, Um, whether it's dealing with family issues or just anything in life, um, knowing the the sacrifice and the things you've gone through in a, in a wrestling tournament, a wrestling match, wrestling practice, um, definitely builds character and, and getting you through tough times in life. So absolutely, is there is there anything I didn't touch upon that you maybe wanted to plug before we? Um, just uh, you know, wrestling is a sport. Um, it's not well known, and and so many of the youth that we get in. Um, you know, a lot of it could be, oh, I just saw a flyer and, and think my kid might be interested in this, or they came home and said they wanted to do it. So, I, you know, I want to get it out there as much as possible because it is a sport that's not very popular. A lot of people just don't know about it. Right. Um, and uh, the more guys I can get involved, I think uh, it makes for a better better community, better team in, in the future. And uh, But, uh, no, I appreciate you having well, me in today. Do a great job, Coach Cox, and we, we appreciate what you do for the students here and uh, appreciate you joining us. Thank you. Um, I, I, I wish you good luck uh, as, as you're coming up on some uh, region and state. And just a reminder to those listening, February 15th at Amherst County High School yes. all day long. If you all want to learn about uh, wrestling, come out. If you love wrestling, it's, it's, a, it's a good show. Yep, wrestling will start, I think, at 10 a.m. and uh, should probably go on until – early afternoon so yeah mid-afternoon so great well so this uh concludes our two-part podcast on winter sports at amherst county high school i'd like to encourage all of our listeners to find some time to come and support these teams as the student athletes and coaches put an enormous amount of time and effort into these teams and they would certainly appreciate your presence thank you for listening to our show and have a great day